0: Welcome to Corazon Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Adrian Janitsky. Adrian Janitsky is the co-founder and CEO of Ensure. Prior to Ensure, Adrian co-founded and built the company Graviton into the largest microcap investment bank in Poland. He took over 60 companies public and raised over $200 million. He is a licensed insurance agent in Florida and Poland. Is a chartered financial analyst and holds a Master of Science in Economics from Wrocław University of Economics. Well, good afternoon, Adrian. Welcome to the show. Uh, good afternoon. Thank you very much for having me. Absolutely. And Adrian, I love your story. Again, did some research on you. Again, traveling from Europe, from Poland to come to the United States. And uh, you actually were kind of living that entrepreneurial dream there, but you're continuing on here in the United States. And we just love people coming to the United States and sharing their stories. So, Adrian, we're going to jump right into these questions here. You've got quite the career in insurance sales. You're a serial entrepreneur and now the co founder and CEO of Ensure. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you?
1: Yes, I, I mean, uh, I think I had always this kind of uh, entrepreneur spirit or mindset uh, from the from my early uh, high school uh, times and, and college. Uh, definitely, I was always looking to establish my own company. Uh, I was definitely inspired by my uh, by my mother that uh, she had a great career in the uh, in banking sector in Poland, but I never knew what it's going to be, what this company is going to, what kind of company I'm going to set up. And, um, and definitely, you know, I was reading a lot um, books about, you know, Buffett, big investors, uh, big you know, entrepreneurs uh, to finance inspiration. At that time, um, there was a hard time in Poland, high unemployment rate. I didn't set up a company at first. I was working in the insurance industry for a while, but then I met my uh, current, uh, long-time friend Wojtek, and he inspired me to move uh, my focus to capital markets. And uh, in the age of 26, around that, we established an investment bank uh, in Poland, uh, which was still is quite a big deal in Poland getting a Polish ACC license is, is not an easy hit. So that's uh, where we started. And basically, we, our first company was quite uh, quite significant already, and uh, we were quite successful on that. So that was uh, that was the, our beginnings.
0: That's awesome. And I love that story. You know, you were inspired at such a young age and were influenced by your mother as well. So I love these stories. So Adrian, switching gears a little bit. Just tell us a little bit more about your incredible journey from Poland to the US, how you were successful in taking companies public and raising over 200 million dollars.
1: Yeah so, so definitely it was a part of this journey was a great one, part was more difficult one. as always, there are ups and downs in any business. We started the company at the end of bull markets in 2006 and 2007. we basically after two years of running the company, the company was already publicly traded. Uh, but then the, the bad times came and, and, um, the beer market hit us also very significantly. So definitely it was a challenging time. So I guess there was, uh, there is no such thing, uh, as a freelance, like, as they say, definitely a lot of learning curve, a lot of less, uh, lesson of, uh, how to survive, you know, during the bad times, because, you know, it's ever, always easy to, to thrive uh, when, when the uh, times are, are very easy. So hard work, you know, to, uh, to grow the company. We were running the company for, close to 10 years. We basically achieved a lot in Poland. Uh, the investment bank was focused on uh, micro cap and small uh, companies. We were the largest among the smallest, I would say. Um, at that time, you know, we had the biggest market share among the smallest uh, micro com- uh, companies. Uh, but then we were looking, I was always looking for company that will be more scalable you know investment banking is uh, this kind of uh, business that every year you basically start almost from scratch you know um you can get uh one year i remember we we did uh, 16 transactions but you know next year you have to um you have to find um another transaction because our focus was on ipo market so i was always looking for something more scalable and and bigger uh we moved uh, we started to do, um, to do some business in in the us and i quickly Realized in uh, being in US uh, after, particularly after I mm, purchased my own home here and uh, and a car, and I had to you know uh, secure insurance for for those assets. Uh, I quickly realized that the market and insurance space is uh, very outdated where, comparing to what's uh, what's there in Europe. And um, and the user experience basically reminded me about uh, my beginnings in insurance many years ago, which I had to deal with, you know, this paper policies and, uh, you know, a lot of things changed. But still, you know, the, there's nothing, there was nothing um, comparing to, to, to the user experience in other sectors like, you know, Amazon-like experience, where you probably these days you see almost everywhere. So um, I was doing some research, you know, looking for some uh, some uh, some tool for myself as as a customer uh, that I can compare and buy a policy online, and uh, and I didn't find anything. So that's why, you know, I decided, you know, that that's the a good idea to start a business to provide this kind of service for customers because I know that from my experience that uh, as, a, as an agent in Poland and as a customer here in the US that. Uh, Insurance uh, is very complicated. It's hard to compare, you know, like apples to apples. Uh, there are hundreds of uh, thousands of um, insurance carriers, you know, in U.S. And uh, and definitely a tool that will allow customers to transparently compare those offers and uh, go through the whole process of securing the insurance that um, in an easy and understandable way. Something that the market definitely needed and still needs. Uh, so that's how the idea started. And that's uh, that's why we launched uh, Ensure.com in 2018.
0: I love that story. You know, you actually found something that was just not efficient or maybe it was broken and you brought some innovation and a little bit of hard work and ingenuity and and now turning this around. So thank you for sharing that. Adrian, we are a technology platform. So we like to talk just a little bit of tech, right? Are you leveraging any new or emerging technologies within your business? And if not, is there a cool tool or app that you found useful?
1: Yes, so definitely, you know, uh, insurance uh, space, insurance uh, sector is uh, a very outdated industry, to be honest. In U.S. in particular, surprisingly, because um, when you think about compare those any major industry, particularly when you like look at Amazon, which is of course the, the biggest company in the in the consumer market uh, that uh, does business over the internet. Even um, Amazon has a um, it's a very dig- difficult business because you have to deal with all the logistics of of millions of uh, items uh, on a monthly basis. Here in uh, insurance space, you basically uh, we are dealing with data, right? Uh, we don't ship anything, don't produce anything. It's a it's a it's a product that it's uh, that, that doesn't have a, like it's not materialized. So basically we are dealing with data and still you know this sector because it's uh, the it deals with data it should be the one that says uh, that, that should be disrupted you know many years ago and everything should be um, available online these days but for many reasons um, uh, it's the last one that's uh that is going to and is it is being disrupted right now uh, so basically man, because we are, you are dealing with uh, data definitely we uh we love that and uh and we can apply many of the newest uh, technologies, you know, to deal with this this uh, huge amount of information coming from customers, from uh, from carriers, and uh, and to efficiently exchange this information, and of course, efficiently create processes and procedures uh, that uh, that will allow customer. To go through the whole purchasing process as easy as possible so yes we are definitely using of course cloud computing uh, we are using a lot of uh, apa connectivities we collect many informations from multiple data sources uh, that we connect to pre a lot of particular uh, insurance applications which are very cumbersome and lengthy so to simplify the the onboarding process of a customer we we use a lot of uh, robotic process automation i think uh, we are one of the biggest companies in the space that actually uses a lot of it to increase the speed uh, uh, quality uh, accuracy of of everything we do and uh, we also you know moving towards the most advanced you know tools uh, particularly We use already uh, some parts of AI. I know it's a buzzword these days and everybody's claiming that they're using AI, using some some parts of it, but definitely we're moving to use it more. Particularly, you know, uh, conventional uh, AI, basically um, bots that will allow us, you know, to talk to our customers in a very natural way we, I believe that this is a way of the future, so basically uh, less agents will be needed to talk over the phone if this kind of conversation is, is needed. So definitely that's the, the way to the future, I think, uh, basically to simplify by API connectivity, by profiling a lot of information, simplify the on process of um, onboarding process of a customer and you know, on our platform and also to get the quotes as accurate as possible and as quickly as possible on the customer to finalize the process. And if the customer would like to talk over the phone and uh, from, for whatever reason, then there should be a tool that allows us also automatize that, that, uh, those processes, uh, AI. So, so definitely uh, we are looking toward also many other new features. So everything that's new, it's definitely in this space. It's, we're very interested in because again, the more automation, the more processes, you know, robotized, the more API connectivity, the simpler, the better, and and the easier for us to grow is now the company.
0: Thank you. And that is a trend these days is using machine learning, conversational AI and others, which is great. We're starting to see a lot of innovation and traction around it now. So thank you. And Adrian, last question. Could you share something from your career experience that might be helpful for those looking to grow their career in finance or entrepreneurship?
1: Ah, That's a tough question, because I think, you know, you have to, I was thinking about it, and uh, I think you have to be a little bit, uh, you have a mindset of um, uh, somebody that's uh, having nothing is dreaming big. Because, you know, being an entrepreneur is definitely not for everyone. It's definitely a tough the path in, in your life uh, there's uh, a lot of you know problems along the way and uh, moments that uh that you're thinking what are you doing and basically <laughs> this is really worth it so we have to have this goal in mind that that basically big goal uh, sometimes uh, very often very crazy goal that push you to move forward and um because definitely you're gonna hear whatever you do are doing and you're planning to do you're gonna hear from many people that uh that it's crazy it's impossible and what's uh what what was the point of doing that and I heard that a lot uh, for uh, almost every company that I established in the past, uh, I, I heard that something like that. Uh, so definitely you have to have a big belief uh, uh, what you are doing, but also uh, this belief has to uh, be flexible. So you cannot, you know, stuck uh, with your mindset on something uh, if um, during the, your journey you are encountering information problems uh, that definitely are um, that you should take into account uh, and you maybe you should modify your goal. So basically, you have to have a goal. Uh, big. Uh, that's definitely good. But during the journey, you have to modify it. Another thing is definitely not to wait to have all the information to start a business, because you will never be in a position to to have everything and you need to feel comfortable to start a company. I think a few people are sometimes are you know thinking, oh, if I'm gonna know this, uh, go uh, have that. And then this definitely going to be a perfect uh, kind of situation to start a company. It's never a perfect time. Uh, it's definitely, it's, it's good to start a company and develop uh, the company in, uh, I would say, agile way, just like software development. You have to, you know, create MVP at the beginning and then iterate and then modify as you go. As you can see, you see how the customers are interacting with the software same with the company in general. You have to start with something and then iterate and then modify everything as you go. You have to quickly make decisions about good and bad things. So opportunity, you have, to, you have to, if you see one, I have to jump to it. But if you see a problem, you definitely have to solve it very quickly because as a young company, I'm sure you have limited resources. And lastly, I would say that one thing that you can prepare yourself before you start this journey being an entrepreneur, Try to learn as much as possible. Uh, books, definitely, it's a, it's a great source of uh, information. Um, a lot of things on the internet, including podcasts, may probably like like this one. But also try to in my at this personal experience, I, I'm grateful for my friend, my business partner, that uh, that we always been together in this uh, in this journey of, uh, of of setting up companies. It's it's good to have somebody that can bounce ideas uh, off and definitely discuss any problems and issue. And if you manage to secure the core comp- competences uh, among founders, that's also a very good thing because uh, people are <clears throat> definitely a core business. But definitely, as a young company, you're gonna have a hard, hard problem to get the best people to your company because of limited resources, because of uh, the company is young, not recognized, and uh, so making sure that you have the core competences uh, among the founders that, that uh, the one, two, three founders. Really know what they're doing. It's it's definitely uh, helpful. And if you don't have a um, somebody like that, uh, it's definitely good to look uh, for somebody like that. Uh, we are financial guys, mean Wojtek. Uh, so we very quickly we also added Kuba, uh, which is our CTO, uh, a person with huge experience with um, in IT. So that's at the very beginning uh, of the company, he joined our our journey, and, um, and that's um, that's how and it has enabled us, you know, definitely to grow the company. Uh, very quickly, significantly. So I think that's, that would be my quick uh, advice on on uh, what to do and, and how to actually, uh, uh, what, to, what to think about when you're planning to uh, be an entrepreneur.
0: Thank you, Adrian. I appreciate that. And you're absolutely right. It's, you know, a lot of times it's books, it's podcasts, it's having a mentor or your circle of association should be those people that are actually doing things and have the same interests as you as far as advancement and entrepreneurship. So I appreciate you sharing those gems today. And Adrian, it was a pleasure having you on today, and I look forward to speaking with you real soon.
1: Thank you very much, Brian. Thank you very much for having me, and uh, have a great day. Bye for now.